With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey everybody, Davenport here on Alternative Radio International coming to you live on TalkShoe tonight. Hello. We did not promote this show tonight because we are on Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. Uh, doing real good. Yeah, I was just uh, going into my intro here a little bit, Valerie. Um, I'm on with uh, Valerie K. Lazarus, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host tonight, uh, for 30 minutes. Anyway, I might be able to get her to hang around a little bit longer, but what I was saying is we are Alternative Public Radio International, and we do have a 24-hour station in 26 countries, and our two uh, CDs uh, collapsed on us, corrupted uh, software, and the station went down. So we have been utilizing TalkShoe for the last few weeks. The station will be back up in a couple of weeks uh, if the well, if the water don't rise over the bridge. But I'm telling you, we're working day and night to get this thing back up. We've got a lot of fantastic shows coming up. I'm getting so many PMs and people wanting to know what's going on in the world today, this crazy world today, this crazy globalist culture that we're living in with the New World Order and the Trilateral Commission and the Council on Foreign Relations and the money situation, economic situation with the Federal Reserve and the Rothschilds and Bill Gates and what he's doing with Agenda 21 for depopulation and um, Jesus and the Zodiac and the Council of Nicaea and and, uh, so many, so many subjects that are out there. You know, the great thing about our show is you can Google anything we talk about, both pro and con. You can Google it from mainstream or alternative news, and you can see the news from the scholars, from the people who know right there about what we're talking about to verify all of it. So quit asking me for my sources when you (laughs) have Google. My gosh, ladies and gentlemen, please. Um, We are in a crisis. Uh, We're in a bubble. Uh, This glass ceiling is about to break. Uh, We are in a severe financial crisis. Many of you know March is the deadline for the debt. Uh, sitting at 20 plus trillion dollars, some say 250 trillion dollars that we will never be able to pay back or balance or afford in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, you know, the court systems are beyond corrupt and all run by the cabal and the statist, and you know that our financial system is the same, and uh, it's a bad situation. Is the glass half full? Is the glass half empty? I don't even see a glass anymore. I don't even think that's a good question anymore. Uh, Valerie, good to have you on tonight. Uh, I just uh, talked to you before, and we were going to get together and never did, and here you are. You're on with me tonight. Uh, Tell me about your organization, your show, what you're doing. Well, let's see. I've been an activist 
Oh, gosh, ever since my daughter was abducted, well, about three weeks after that, you know, um, it was, um, I'm a victim of family court, actually, and um, and uh, the way my uh, the way my ex did it was he um, he actually filed out of state and um, Heard that got before. some sort of a default judgment. So he didn't actually mm-hmm. because you can, you can't sue for custody apparently in the state where the child's not living. So right. so right. This, this was a, a little act of wizardry that he did, and um, got some people working on it right now who are unraveling the whole thing, and um, it's. It's quite complicated. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll definitely know more in a month. I know a lot right now. I just, uh, uh, I, I don't want to talk about it too much because some of it's conjecture, and the people that I've got working on it are working on um, trying to figure out exactly what these judges did because um, a lot right. of it has to do with Sharia law, and um, and um, so there's gender aspects to the case where you know certain classes and and, and kinds of people are are exploited. And what do you um, what do you think about what do you think about German Chancellor coming out in public and saying that they're moving towards Sharia law? What do you think about that? Kept coming, she came out in public. Well, um, you know, I mean, again, you know, as I said before, Sharia law is is dangerous, and any any law that is that it's a religious extremist law is going to um, is going to really elevate certain classes of people over others. And, and Merkel, Merkel, Merkel came out. No, I know. I, I yeah. heard what you said. And, yeah. and the thing is, is that basically Germany is has been the uh, financial. They're, they're actually the financial machine that that keeps the euro working. It yeah. keeps the European Union working. So, yeah. and 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 I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Sharia law is something that we already use here in the American court system, and the reason is because uh, we have financial transactions with Saudi Arabia, and they require everyone to comply with Sharia law. Mm-hmm. So, so it, you know, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's all about oil dependency and everything else. I mean, if if we worked a little bit harder in the decades past to maybe develop some alternative forms of fuel, then, uh, then we as Americans could abstain from doing business. Yeah, I mean, we could basically, the, the things that Donald Trump wants to do right now, or he, he wants to go back to kind of like the, the things that we did in the 70s where we had tariffs against other countries and, and we could um, object morally to the way other, other nations did business. Like if, if we didn't want to do business with a, a country like Saudi Arabia because, let's say, Let's say we felt uh, that it was reprehensible to treat women a certain way. Mm-hmm. Okay, if we would have been working on solar power and wind power and, and alternative forms of energy to uh, to to fossil fuels, then then we would we would be able to say we're not doing business with you. We would have been able to exercise a certain amount of financial leverage over countries in the Middle East who insist on people complying with Sharia law to do business. But but since we listened to the, the lobbyists and big business, uh, since we didn't regulate, since we weren't really looking at the health of the planet, um, we are now uh, basically being led to our destruction by the nose. Well, we were looking, but they weren't looking. They don't care. Uh, we were definitely looking, and we don't count. Uh, and they were definitely looking, and they don't care. So there you go with the globalists and the psychopaths and the geniuses that are running this country, this world. 
uh, they definitely are very smart, very, very smart. I know some of them, and I've worked with some of them along my 60-year path, and they're very, very smart. And many of them pretend to be Christians and loving Jews and going to church and synagogue and playing the whole game of religion and uh, openly thinking about depopulation and putting toxins and vaccines and GMOs and making all of these big deals, multi-billion dollar deals with the Saudis. And, you know, they're all in bed together. It's really sickening to me. And I don't know, you know, I, I know it's headed uh, in a very, very dangerous direction, no matter what Donald Trump does, because we're still living under the Obama administration and will be for the next two years, at least until that kind of fades away. Obama has all of his minions in the Central Intelligence Agency, the National Security Agency, the Department of Justice, the Department of Defense. Uh, he has all of his uh, tentacles in the intelligence agencies well embedded trump is going to have a hard time uh getting over that and getting through that and he knows that now i've talked to some folks that have talked to him and he realizes now just how difficult being the president of the united states incorporated is oh wow yeah I'll yeah um yeah so you've got a talk show is that right I do, but I have a question about the show that we're doing right now. If I have yeah. people online who want to hear me on Talk Show on your program, do you have a link that you could maybe PM me in, in my chat? Put a link up on her chat for them to listen to the show. Yeah, we didn't promo tonight, so we've got like zero listeners. Nobody knows we're here until oh, it goes oh, up. Oh, I know. I do that all the time. You know what I usually oh, yeah. do? My half-hour shows, what I usually do if I don't have listeners is, uh, I mean, I, I still prepare a quality show, but I, I tell people, you know, um, look it up in the archives because, you know, it's still going to be a quality show. Well, this will go to the cloud. Thank goodness we have a 24-hour station. This will go to Mixcloud, which is our 24-hour station. So that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a good thing. It'll reach our 26 countries. Yeah, uh, have, you just need a... Who might actually, they might click on the link right now. If I'm able to get the link, I can paste it. Yeah, you're getting it now. You're getting the link where they can they can all click in and listen. Um if they can use TalkShoe. TalkShoe is kind of like you got to have kind of a ninth grade education to get in there. Oh, oh, here we go. I see I see your link right now. Okay, here we go. All right, I'm going to, I mean. Um, yeah, take your time. I'm, I'm going to mute this out because <laughs> it's asking me to join as a guest, but I'm going to close that little window. And, um, yeah. And then I'm going to just paste paste the link for the, the people. That'll be a good idea. On Facebook who want to know what I'm doing because I'm a, a bunch of people Kind of, and I've got a, a bunch of, like a little handful of people who call in my Saturday night show. I, I have a show every every Saturday night. If you guys are familiar, anybody who who might happen to be listening right now, who who is uh, who could search up my page, do process. There's a little eagle on it, reading the book. Yeah, um, I've been down this uh, road uh, with due process and family court and CPS and. Um, I got really burned out listening to all the stories, so I just jumped back on the international desk for a while. Uh, not to say, not to say that I won't go back. Not to say that I'm still not advocating for those folks, because we are. We work our share of cases here in the Northwest, but uh, I got really burned up listening to all of the same stories over and over and over and over and over and over oh, again. Yeah. Oh, and sometimes you feel like you're screaming down a wind puddle. Don't you? Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, sure. I mean, I, I had to, I literally had to give up. I had to give up blog talk. Um, <laughs> I, had to, I had to give up blog talk for a month. I, I just couldn't do it anymore. Right around the month of October, I'm just like, I'm, I'm screaming down a wind tunnel. No one is hearing me. No one is listening. And I, well, they are. They are, yeah. Valerie. They are. I, you know, <laughs> I went through that, and I go through that all the time. And, but you know, it was uh, right before the election, and and I was I was just sitting. I heard I just heard no end of of you know crazy people getting on my wall and saying I'm not voting. I'm voting third party. I just wanted to reach through the internet and just smack them. Um, <laughs> I am on the air now, and would love to come on your show. I'm eating fried bread. Yeah. I just taught myself to make bread like yesterday, and I don't know, it's something I've been kind of wanting to do for a while. And uh, I put some meatloaf in the middle of it and cooked it. <laughs> oh, wow, cool. I don't know I don't know if you know what it is. Do you know what a Cornish pastry is? I've kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, okay. sort of, kind of. So when you eat a pastry, you think of something that's got, like, fruit filling or sugar or, you know, lots of sweet stuff in it. You think of a dessert. But um, a Cornish pastry is actually designed to be like a sandwich that's like all in, encapsulated in bread, which is oh wow else. yeah so so it's like it's meat it's actually meat so I took some meatloaf that I made it's all pre cooked and everything so that when I put it in the oven it was all cooked already so you know so it's it's, it's going to be okay I'm not eating raw meat or anything but it's really good and um. I, I had a different approach to making meatloaf. I threw a bunch of seeds in it, like pumpkin seeds and roasted walnuts. And you know, Oh, that sounds good. Oh, my God, yeah. And and then um, I don't know if you've ever had winter wheat, but the wheat berries, they call it, so you boil it. It's so yeah, juicy. I've had that. Yeah, I've had that. Mm-hmm. That's good, too. So it's bread, but when you slice it up, you can see that I, um, I actually put the bread dough around um, my meatloaf from the night before. It didn't really stick together in a loaf, so I wanted to try and, you know, kind of into the form of things. So, anyways, I'm. Uh, it tastes good the next day when you slice it up and fry it. I fried it in mm-hmm. olive oil, and now I'm eating it with a little bit of miso soup instead of gravy. Somebody says on my Facebook page, without government, how would we have roads? <laughs> well, you know, actually, it's kind of funny because we kind of don't. Everything sort of fell apart. We weren't paying attention. Yeah, I know. Um, Here's the thing. No, we actually, the last time we had really competent people uh, that were nuclear scientists that were maintaining our silos, because we got a lot of nuclear weapons kind of scattered all over the United States. And um, the last time we really trained people to care for and maintain those silos was in the 90s, okay? And that was when things started going downhill because people just weren't watching anymore, you know? Um, I mean, if you if you watch the if you if you watch any of these political talk shows, you know, not maybe not Fox so much, but if you look at MSNBC and CNN and um, even the morning news, CBS, I watch CBS morning news. Um, the, oh, I, and I watched it today. They actually had a report card of how much of our infrastructure is falling apart. I mean, you know, the national grid, the power grid. Yeah. It's inadequate to maintain. It, it's inadequate to serve the needs of. It's about thirty or forty years behind what we actually need. It needs to be upgraded desperately. Well, there's a bunch of bridges in California that are falling apart. Got holes in them. Well, the uh, 
the uh, infrastructural part of the grid you're talking about is definitely out of whack and needs uh, upgrading, and I don't know what they're going to do about that. I haven't really been looking at that lately, mm-hmm. but uh, boy, does it need uh, an upgrade. We don't have any switching devices that would allow for an EMP to come in or any kind of safety devices or anything. So it can knock out all of North America all the way to Florida. And if that happens, we're going to be up a shit creek for, well, it could be five years. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, and by, by the way, I mean, you know, if I could just, just tell you that I, I told my friend Lala Nia that, that to call you, so she's she's definitely, she's excited about calling in at 10, so she'll be calling. Cool. Uh, she just said she would. Yeah, she just messaged me, and she's got she's got some stories to tell about family court corruption. I, I tend not to not to focus on my own story too much because, um, you know, because really I feel like there's strength in numbers. And so I focus on, try to focus on other people and the needs of of the other people. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Valerie, what we really, what we really need to do, and I'm going to change the subject drastically here. Mm -hmm. What, what we really need to do is pull 25 talk show host into a small group that I'm calling the Top Gun 25. I can help you out. I know I know probably about, I don't know, 10 or 12. And we need to pull together and maintain mm-hmm. our independence. Mm-hmm. We do not need to give up anything. We do not need to be sold out. We do not need to join anything. Mm-hmm. We just need to come together and be on the same website where people can come and we can all cross-promote our website, our station, the, the station. I have a 24-hour station. So everybody could promote the 24-hour station, and there would be under the TV video audio guide, there would be their lineup for okay. what they're going to be doing. Okay. This is what we need to do before we get a minute older. Because this is the wave of the future. This is the wave of the future. People are already doing it. What precludes people from doing it is ego, ego, ego. Well, I used to host on about three different networks myself. I I mean, I would guest host on other people's networks. I would do two-hour shows on other people's networks, and then I'd do my own half-hour show. And... um. And actually, um, well, you probably get along with them real well. They're all Trump supporters. One one girl I'm mad at, I blocked her. I just got so mad hearing about all the stuff that she was posting was crazy, and I felt like some of it was irresponsible. I blocked her, but she's a good person. But I blocked. Well, her I get along. I get along with Hillary supporters as long as they're not screaming to the top of their lungs and jumping up and down, no, pulling I, their I know, pants down, and putting their I panties know. on their head. I, I mean, just, I, I just have no. I know. No. I I just have a problem with like I have a problem with alternative. But I have a real problem with that. I have a problem with. I would have people. I'm, I can have a conversation, is what I'm saying. If yeah, they no, can. I know. I agree, but I would have people come on my page and say crazy stuff, and I'm like, I know you're a Russian operative. I know you are. I'm not scared of you people. I'm not scared of. No. I don't care. There's people that I'm not scared of. One is the CIA. I'm not scared of them. I'm not scared of. Russian operatives, they think I don't know who they are, but I do. Um, I mean, it's not hard to tell who they are. They get on your you're page not, and they'll say stuff like... You're not, hmm? you're not ever going to come face-to-face, and I've been face-to-face with the K- KGB. Mm-hmm. Those are some guys you never want to come face-to-face with. Well, you know, 
Never. Well, if they're ever. looking for you, you're in trouble. <laughs> they're looking for you. Forget it. Cause they will. Of- <laughs> they will eat your. They will eat your nose off. Pull it off of your face in the back seat. Nah, no, they they won't do that. They'll just put some polonium in your tea. <laughs> yeah, okay. Those anyway. guys have no conscience. Go ahead, mm-hmm. finish. No, but what I'm trying to tell you is that this is what the, the, the people in the in what they call the mainstream media that they're crazy because that they they're missing out because they're all they're on this upper echelon of of like something they don't know what it looks like on the on the front lines. I do. I'm on Facebook day in day out, and I'm like a little voiceless person, faceless person. I'm one of the forgotten people. Yeah. And um, I can see what's going on, and and this is how they infiltrate. There's people come along, and they've got these weird names or like these aliases. They're not real people. They'll come along. Um, and I had some girl, some girl come, like a girl, you know, I'm assuming, this person pretend to be a girl or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Well, she know, she noticed that she noticed that I had a certain number of followers and people that would come to me and listen to me and trust me and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she started posting on my wall. Um, crazy stuff. You can tell because some of the, Stuff that they post is slightly incomprehensible. It's almost like they cut and pasted it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, grammar's mm-hmm. a little off. I mean, the same thing you would look for in a phishing email you would you would see. Mm-hmm. But the best of all, best part of all, they do try to reach out to you. And some of them are, are actually, their English isn't too bad. Um, she would say stuff like, oh, by the way, the election's been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm telling you, these yeah. people, what really bothers me is that I'm little uh, voiceless invisible person and I'm bound to stay that way nobody don't, none of these people that are on TV every night telling you what the news is they're not going to know who I am ever but I'm the one who sees this stuff going on yeah. I got no way to tell these people look this is how it's all happening this is how it's happening right here this is that I can show these people a thing or two about yeah. how how the tampering happens the how the Russians have been tampering with the American psyche because they're getting into our heads, really, they've really, been, really. They've been into our heads since well, the yeah, 1920s. Since well. the 1920s. Mhm. Yeah, but. yeah. They've they're way, 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 way into our heads, and I'm not so worried about us anymore. Mhm. I'm worried about the millennials. Oh my God, these zombie millennials coming up. <laughs> well. You know? I don't know if I would characterize, I wouldn't use blanket, you know, I wouldn't blanket characterize people like, I wouldn't, why? Because, um, because some people are, some people are sensitive to that stuff and some people aren't. I'm talking about at an individual level, let me tell you, um, that based on our individual experiences, uh, how in or out, I'm sorry, I'm eating this bread, it's so good. Well, normally people just have to ferret out my conversation and my comments Mm -hmm. when i say those millennials those zombie millennials i'm talking to those zombie millennials and i'm also talking to those millennials who are not zombies who know they're not zombies and so everybody ought to know who they are here's here's the thing about millennials that 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 is really kind of important and i heard this on the radio the other day you know a bunch of us gen xers gen xers would, would go out and this is how we spend our time spend our time drinking and, uh, and you know, basically debauching ourselves and stuff. But that's not really how they do it. And I have a lot of respect for people who don't go out and pick people up at the bar and don't don't get drunk and, and right, that's not their right. lifestyle. I have a tremendous right. respect for people 
who who are actually trying to rebuild the sense of family that we lost as Generation Xers. Do you remember they used to use the term latchkey children? Latchkey kids. That? Latchkey kids, yeah. Latchkey mm-hmm. kids. Do you remember yeah. the broken home? Do you remember that? Sure. Sure, Back remember when, when all that started. Like, oh, no, it's such a tragedy. Divorce is yeah. such a tragedy, but now yeah. it's like everybody does it. Okay. And then it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? That came right along after that. <laughs> so, so, but what I'm saying is, is that these people grew up with a certain amount of social decimation that resulted from, um, you know, the, the destruction of the American family. And, and, and so they've got different priorities. They're, they're actually looking for belonging. They're looking for sobriety, but not as such. It's a state of, light, a state of mind for them, sobriety. Well, except for, I mean, we do have a lot of problems with addiction in this country, unfortunately. But, uh-huh. but and, and you're right. So there are groups of people that are having a real hard time. Um, well, when you go to the University of Texas and you interview over 150 people, and they mm-hmm. can't tell you who the vice president is, and they can't tell you anything that about the House problem. and the Senate is, and the Congress and the and the judicial, and it's all on record here in front of me. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. That's a problem. Right. That's well, we've got we've definitely got some things. You know, we, we reforms need to be made in education in this country. I I oh, think. Yeah. I have friends who are homeschoolers, but I personally think that public education is something that we need to cherish and work on and polish. We need to make I it agree. better because it's important. You know, it's really important socializing our children when they're school age. That is the one thing that you can't, you just can't beat a public education for socializing the, the well, children. Well, when we were bands, people. when we were bands and we were tribes, we could do that when we were in small right. communities of 20, 30, 40, 50, and 75, and then we moved to chiefdoms, uh, and then we became 20,000, and then we came a million, and then we came China a billion. So we mm-hmm. came out of the tribes. We came out of the bands. Everything was working fine at that point, but we've mm-hmm. gotten too large to be able to understand ourselves, to comprehend ourselves, to yeah, maneuver and, and that, that is complex. a problem. This whole to maneuver. situation. Yeah. So we had a good yeah. we had a good thing going about a hundred years ago when you know radio happened, and mm. in order to really understand, the, excuse me, in order to really understand what a blessing radio was, the ability to transmit radio waves and sound, mm-hmm. you have to again. We're going to talk about Germany because I lived there. I spent there a couple years there, not with the military. But you have to understand that people in a country where uh, the country grew up without radio, without people being able to listen to the sound of someone's voice on the other side of the of the, of the country. Mm-hmm. Germany is the size of one of our states, obviously. Yeah. Uh, um, it's it's the kind of a country where people in Germany have family in Germany on the opposite side that can't understand each other. They're speaking the same language, but how does it sound? You know, mm-hmm. and Germany is the size of one of our states, right? Right. So, but because we had radio, um, we had, and, and the, uh, the the standard was Kansas City. You had, you had to talk like you were in Kansas City to get a job in radio. I mean, I saw people doing that 15 years ago, but I'm talking about when radio started to catch on in the United States was 100 years ago. So, in terms of our ability to understand people, I mean... Unless you're from Boston or you're in the Valley or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Most of the yeah. people, 
you can go anywhere in this country and understand, you know, understand the English that's spoken, you know, the American English that's spoken. You can go to Montana from Florida and they'll understand you just fine, and it's because of radio. What's, so, the, the, what's, what's the significance of the oyster on your banner page? Oh, um, it looks like a labia. It looks like a labia, and I eat those labias all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's, um, I mean, I, I actually, um, like, I made it last year. Um, the whole point is, let me see, I, I figured I would sort of turn Sharia law inside out and um, and come up with, uh, you know, with a sort of a scripture that empowers women instead. I just okay. kind of think it's kind of funny. I mean, let's actually talk about that for a minute. Let's see, uh, you could be put to death for drawing a picture of the prophet, right? Sure, sure, yeah. Okay, so what does the prophet look like? He's a guy with a hairy face, right? Well, we think. We think. Well, that's, yeah. that's what we assume. We assume because they've all got hair all over their faces. This so dumb, basically his face, um, uneducated hair all over guy it. in a cave. Uneducated guy. A bearded guy, in a guy cave. right? So you can't draw a picture of it. But what does his you face look like? Read. It looks like a cunt because there's hair all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't of. mind if I say that word, do you? It's just we're, a hair. We're R rated. We're R rated. Right, okay. So, so, so his face looks like a cunt. So why would, why, you know, why would you be put to death for drawing a face that looks like a cunt? <laughs> a woman's cunt, right? So, so well, because you're not supposed to be drawing a picture of a cunt, okay? <laughs> because so woman's what? What does it say on my wall? The labia is sacred above all things, for all it openeth things, the certainly. womb and is the portal of all life upon earth. Yeah. Woe unto any man who defileth it. Likewise, shall every man who makes an image thereof to sell it or for any profane purpose be put to death. Wretch. Mm-hmm. Wouldst thou thus sell thy mother, thy sister, thy daughter, thy nearest kinswoman? So it's about 10 o'clock, and, I, and actually this is a perfect way to close. I, I just think that, you know, our society should actually take a really good hard look at ways to elevate the woman because, the, the, you know, when she opens her legs, it's the portal of all human life. Well, I quit, MGTO, I quit MGTO today, and I wrote them a long letter as to why I got out. And it's because they hate women. Good, good, and, and that's progress. So if we can elevate women, I mean, you know, and I, I'm not trying to put men down or anything to do that, but I'm just saying that... No, you're right, we do need to elevate because women. Because we all come from the same hole. Ain't nobody born out of a higher hole than nobody else. No, um, no, 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 So, right. So it, elevating women and keeping the labia sacred, not distributing pornography and other pictures of the labia... Right. Uh, it actually sanctifies human life and, and elevates it. And... Okay, good. Uh, Lelania is supposed to call, right? All right. Let me get going then, and I hope we do this again. Yes, yes, we're going to do it again, and don't forget about my idea about the website and the I 25 hope you call my show, Due Process. Call Due Process tonight. Put it, put it tonight. When do you go on? Well, I go on in about an hour. <laughs> You go on at eight, my time. I'm going to do a little bit of research so that I can have a real good show, and I'll be quoting scripture and everything else. So please. Okay, come on I'll my show. I'll I'll call in if you'll put it in my in my in our little PM box. I'll do that. Have a good night. There's good night. No, right. is in the queue. She says so. I'll talk okay. to you later. Bye bye. is in the queue, Upper Michigan. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Lalanae, are you here? Yes, I am. How are you doing? I am doing fabulous. Well, it's good to have you on. I'm excited that you got to come on tonight. I didn't know you were going to get to come on tonight. I'm really happy. Um, I didn't either. I the bomb kind of got dropped on me by Valerie. 
Um, well, it's really amazing how things work. You know, I was really down today. I'm trying to formulate this uh, plan to put 25 talk show hosts together, bring us together in unity and some kind of fellowship and some kind of togetherness and put us on one site where we can promote all 25 people, 25 host producers, and that's going to be more powerful than promoting just one show. I agree. That's going to be really, really powerful when you've got 25 people out working to bring people to one page. That's going to be so phenomenal. I can't believe it. It's going to be so phenomenal if we can pull it off, if we can pull it off. I ended up just recently getting my own show, my own radio show. I'm on Rudy Orr's network, Truth Truth Without Lies, every Wednesday night. You'll have to put it in my PM so I'll know exactly where you are. I get about 100 PMs a day, so you'll have to put it in my PM. We've done over 1,500 shows. We're in about 26 countries and 25 platforms, and we are crazy, crazy, crazy trying to get back on the 24-hour station. It's down right now. It's been down for a few weeks. Tell me about your show. What are you doing? What got you into radio? Well, in all honesty, what got me into radio was my son. But my childhood as well put me there. It actually put me into being an advocate, period. In 1990, I was stolen by CPS at five years old. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be returned to my mother, but the CPS worker made a clerical error around the paperwork and decided to cover it up. As a result of the cover-up, I was thrown in Michigan's mental health system where I was severely abused till I was 21 years old. I was shipped mm-hmm. around from facility to facility till I was 21. Wow. Ended up winning my own guardianship from the state of Michigan at 27, only for four months later to have Presqu'il County illegally drag me into a criminal case that was never filed in criminal court, but was filed in civil court pertaining to my ex-husband's three counts of child abuse on his lover's children. I was illegally dragged into this per Henry Sanders. Why would you be dragged into it? They ruled me innocent of any knowledge or involvement of what he did with his lover's children because we were legally Uh separated and living in separate homes. I see. So they give me full custody of my children, but here's the catch. Under court order DHS supervision. Last time I checked last time I checked, my ex husband's crimes does not constitute as probable cause to court order me DHS supervision. No. It does not. And I have posted the court papers proving that is precisely what they did. As a result of this illegally given DHS supervision, CPS was able to force themselves into my home. I had to let them in 
Because if I didn't, I would have went to jail for contempt, and they would have put my kids in foster anyways. Of course, of course. I just heard another similar story like this yesterday. Yeah. This is entrapment. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All the way. Completely. 100%. And Henry Sanders says what they did precisely is not legal at all. Not only is it illegal, Henry Sanders ruled June 2014, it is illegal and unconstitutional Mm -hmm, to drag mm -hmm, an mm -hmm. innocent parent into a guilty parent's case. So are you free and clear of that now? I lost my kids and my rights for this. Oh, my God. Oh. My God. For seven months after that DHS supervision was court-ordered upon me, CPS invaded my home, coming after me again and again and again with false allegation after false allegation after false allegation, which, of course, again and again and again were proven lies and false. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, I have witnesses, including one that was in my home almost every single day because she was my best friend. She literally, with her own eyes, watched them do this to me. Wow. And it's so bad. She wants to testify on my behalf, but she's scared to because she has a son of her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, um, is this your subject for your radio show? Is this all you talk about? No. It's called Surviving Michigan System, Truth and Lies. I put parents on it, and each of them tells their own horror, their own cases, like, Next show is going to be my fellow Presque County mother and friend, Alexis Johnson, who managed to win. And her baby just came home the other day. She beat CPS. She beat the court. And they took her newborn from her at the hospital based on a two-year-old case that had been closed for two years because she had voluntarily signed her rights over to her mother. Oh, my God. They used that as reason to pull her child from her out of a hospital bed. Well, I'm not trying to less. I'm not trying to lessen the degree of all of this. Oh, yeah, but I understand that completely. Do, but do, but do we realize how many? Millions of people are going through this horrific system as we speak tonight on the radio. Oh, fully. I easily grew up with over 2,000 other children myself while yeah. in this system. In yeah. fact, a few of them that I grew up with are in the movement. Yeah. And they, too, are just like me, have also had their children stolen as well. Yeah, I was telling Valerie, I'm in the movement, but I got sick and tired of being sick and tired of hearing all the stories. They drove me crazy after a few weeks. I I just went nuts listening to all of the same old, same old, same old, same old, same old, same old stories that'll drive you 
over the edge after a while if you're not in the movement, really, if you're not having the problem. And I wasn't having the problem at the time. But uh, I'm still an advocate for you all. I'm still a strong advocate, and the radio station's still here for you if you need it. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> but it, uh, it can get I on. understand these parents are crying out for help, and I understand that. Yeah, yeah. And I actually take time out to actually help some of them. Alexis was one of the moms I actually helped. Um, she came to me day four of her case, um, with it, and I had actually warned her they would probably use that two-year-old case to try to take her kid before it happened. Yeah. And sure enough, the same hospital they stole my youngest out of was where they stole her son out of. Oh, wow. And I can prove, I can prove CPS literally trolled that maternity ward at Alpena Regional. I can prove it. Yeah, and they could just walk in and take the kid if they want to. My my yeah. second son, my second son, they tried that crap on me just two months before my ex got caught. Never in my life have I ever had CPS called on me. This is yeah. baby number two. I just give birth, and the very next day they're walking in trying to tell me they're taking my kid because I smoked pot while pregnant. I looked at this idiotic worker. I said, the hell you fucking are. My medical chart's right out in the hallway. Go look at my drug test. Right. Ten minutes later, she comes back. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Little. You can take your baby home. Oh, I'm sure. Wow. Wow, Three wow, weeks wow, after wow. that happened, three weeks after that happened, I took my son to his peed twice for his one-week appointment, and then I took him back in for follow-up for GERD to get him treated. Yeah. The doctor called CPS on me claiming I'm starving my son. Oh, boy, oh, boy, it's okay oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Because the truth ended up being exposed. And yeah. the truth was, he called CPS on me to cover his own ass for neglect of a newborn baby twice over. Oh, for boy. Refusing, oh, boy. For refusing to treat my son for a condition he himself admitted to CPS was very, very likely he had because it's a genetic condition. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? So what was the point? In calling CPS. Yeah. And I had gotten an upper GI tract test done and everything, and it was proven my child had GERD. Yeah. I shit you flipping not. The CPS worker is sitting in my house. My ex-husband's visiting his children. At this very moment, in the same exact breath, CPS worker Jimmy Harris looks at me and says, Mrs. Little, your case is closed. Then proceeds to look at my husband and say, but Mr. Little, your case is open. Wow. (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding me? I just won my guardianship from this state. Now 
reason four months prior to him opening this case up. So they yeah. attacked me twice after I won my guardianship. That's double jeopardy. And I suspect, I suspect it, they did attack me because of my guardianship, because I won it. Because yeah. I kicked their ass in one court hearing 30 minutes flat for it. Yeah. I massacred them for it. The likelihood wow. I broke a record for fastest time kicking the state's ass in the court of law is extremely high. That's good. That's good. That's good. But by also good. winning this case, I not only deflated the state's ego big time, I also fucked with their bank account because yeah. they were my guardian. They got a monthly paycheck from the federal government for being my guardian. Oh, yeah. Monthly. Oh, yeah. They, do. they do. And yeah. I costed them thousands of dollars a year because I murdered them in court for my wow. guardian in one. Good for well, you. I'm Good for sure you. That's why I was attacked because I broke records for kicking ass in court and because I jacked up their bank account. Do you have an attorney? I do not. My rights were taken November 2015. I am in the process of trying to find one to open this up in federal court. I want this oh, yeah. counter, and I want them on a platter. I want to nail yeah. their balls right to my wall. I yeah. want to take McLennan. Yeah. I want to take Judge McLennan's house on the lake and turn it into, into a museum displaying mass CPS and court corruption here in this county. Of course, of course, yeah. Well, we're with you all the way. I want to own this county, and I can do it. I literally can do it. I've posted the paperwork today proving there's no way in hell I could lose in any federal court in the country. Yeah. There's, There's just not. I have proof of several forms of embezzlement. I also have a legislative assistant who I'm not going to name, who's already ready to help me with this because they say it's bullshit, that this should have never happened. I even have proof. I posted proof today. You know, the guardianship proving I won that four months before Idiot got caught. The papers from when Idiot got caught with his lover proving I was ruled innocent, but yet court-ordered DHS supervision. So I posted that. I also posted paperwork proving I filed this case to the Western District Michigan Supreme Court three months prior to my rights being terminated. And they swept my filing under a rug, claiming they saw nothing wrong with it. Except Henry Sanders was ruled just one year before. And Henry Sanders was done right here in Michigan. So there's no way yeah. in hell the Supreme Court did not know about Henry Sanders and knew what they were looking at. In other words, they straight buried this. I've posted court papers from the Michigan Supreme Court proving 
quietly. They buried my husband. Yeah. No parent should have that much evidence. No parent. And oh, it gets no, worse. no. You're right. You're worse. right. Right. I have proof. I have posted proof today. My child support was abated May 30th, 2013. And yet, with that, I posted papers from the courthouse dated September 3rd, 2016. So, 10 months after my rights were taken, telling me I owe $410 on child support. The oh, fuck shit. I do. The fuck I do. That's, That's embezzlement. Yeah, it is. Charge somebody for child support. You have abated. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You cannot, and they've done that, and I got the proof on my wall, and it's public. I posted this public, so everybody in the world can see this, and it's amazing. People do not want to believe the system does this kind of crap. Oh, I know they do. I know they do. I've also posted court papers yesterday proving it was a Sheboygan County CPS worker who invaded my home for that seven months, and my home's in Presqu'ille, then proceeds to go to the Presqu'ille County Court to file for removal. CPS is not allowed to go outside their jurisdiction. So what the hell was the Boynton County CPS doing here in Presqu'ille County? Let it doesn't alone, seem like they would be able to. Let alone the judge actually approved it. Do we have another caller on the line? Guest four, are you open on the line? Okay, you're just in chat. Um. I'm not familiar with this board very much. If they want to call in, what do they do, producer? Producer, are you alive? Hello, producer. I'm not the producer, so I'll do it. (laughs) Get off the soap opera over there. How do they call in if the guest four wants to call in? I just didn't know if they wanted to. I didn't know how to tell them to. I'm not the technocrat here, um, but you are. Well, it sounds like you've had and got a very interesting story, um, and it sounds like that you're working very, very hard to solve some of your problems, and it sounds like you've had some wins in court, and you're going to have a whole lot more. I just want to segue back. I want to segue back. I want to segue back into what I said earlier that we need to develop a page. I might already have one to put our shows on together and promote that one page. Instead of promoting 25 different pages, promote that one page and people can go and hear what they want to hear, when they want to hear it, how they want to hear it. And people can still, each of us can still make a special event, but put the page on there along with the special event. 
and I think this is going to work out tremendously for each and every one of us host producers. What do you think? I fully agree. I think we should do that. I think it's going to be powerful. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think that it's going to work. And we really do need to do it as soon as possible. Do I have guest four on? Who do I have on? Yes. Yes, you do have guest four. Who is that? Uh, This is Doug, Randall Flagg, Doug Metz. Hey, Randall Flagg, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you doing tonight, sir? Well, I don't know. I have to take about 12 hours and tell you about all that. I got a lot going on out here in the Northwest uh, Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. We are uh spring has sprung out here. Uh Very nice. I left my organization MIGTO today and got cursed out and um uh my life was threatened and I'm being stalked by the MIGTOs. No, I'm kidding. I left men going their own way today. And that was a big deal for me. I belong to MIGTO. I've been a MIGTO member for a while now. I was a moderator on their page. And MIGTO hates women. And so I got tired of all the hating women. And um, I went on and told them my story about how I appreciate women. I appreciate the feminine. I appreciate... um, you know, women, period. And yes, I know women have problems. And yes, I know there are airheaded women out there. And yes, I know women create problems. And I know that they have violent tempers. But so do men. And so do children. Um, we all do. And I just got tired of there being a page that's dividing the family and making men hate women. So I wrote them uh, a letter of goodbye today. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, if I could read some of the comments here to you. Mm, Mercy. They did not like my resignation letter. It went over like a popcorn fart. And now they're accusing me now they're accusing me of being a mangina. All right. So sounds like a lot of butter going on. Let me read this short short paragraph to you, what I wrote MIGTO, which is famous. I wouldn't be writing I wouldn't be reading this on air if Big Toe wasn't so popular around the world. I am leaving this group MIGTO because I feel like you are all seeking to divide the family unit and destroy community. I do not feel any real love of any kind here, and the names you call women are really destructive and dangerous and even violent. I hope we can remain friends forever. I am just sick of you guys downing women. They have our our little children, and they contribute to the world and all that is good. I also feel like you are part of the New World Order plan to divide the people and destroy our communities. 
What you are doing should be ashamed of yourselves. You should talk more about this type of thing in your group. You should examine yourselves and see what is inside of you that is making you hate women so bad. If any of you would like to come on my show in my very hot oven and debate me on this issue, feel free to do so. I'll step in for that kind of debate. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I had to leave. It, it was just getting so sickening, just sickening. I could just, it was, it was just getting to the point where I felt like we were raping women. We were raping them somehow. With words. Talking about them with words, with words, with words. Raping us with words. And I couldn't take it anymore, so I backed out. So that's my story for today. Interesting uh, tale, yes. What, Randall? I was just saying it's an interesting tale. I thought I saw something about you posting it earlier today. Yeah. I think it came across my feed. And, you know, I had to tell the truth. I had to speak what was on my heart, what was on my mind. I had to say it. I couldn't keep it inside. I couldn't keep belonging to the good old boy, put the women down, rape the women network, and feel good about myself and go to bed comfortably at night. So I had to get it all out. And, my God, there's 150 comments here. Whoa, dudes. Next time I'm on the show, I'll read some of these comments to you. It's an education all by itself. It's a sociological phenomena all by itself. Expose. Yeah, 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 expose. Um, And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, we are going to do this 25 Top Gun uh, team thing. And uh, I've already talked to Valerie about it. And, um, you know, we're going to do this thing. We're going to put a TV, audio, podcast, guide page together, and we're going to bring in 25 Top Gun producer, host, admins, and we are going to promote that page. And we are going to work for and with and beside each other in order to bring us up on Google and to increase our numbers on Facebook and to give us more visibility across the board. I'm getting sick and damn tired of Facebook holding us back, only letting three or four people see our post or 40 people. I'm probably famous. For my personal favorite, every time you post actual corruption up, oh, Facebook's all for deleting that. That's that's, yeah, the, that's not freedom of speech, and that's that's actually concealing evidence. That is yeah. Well, it's going to be going to be very hard for them to mess around with twenty five of us. It's going to be a lot of difficulty messing around with twenty five with their oh, way their algorithm works. You know how I dealt work. with it? You know how I dealt with it? After turning yeah. motherfucking two, they did that shit to me. I flat out messaged them flat out, and I flat out told them. You delete anything else of mine off my dang gone wall again, and I swear to God, I will sue you for violating my First Amendment right to freedom of speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, bet me and lose. 
Guess who hasn't tampered with my 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 shit since? What you what you do? Find uh, Facebook administration organization, Top Gun CEO office or something? Oh no! When they give you the notification that you they deleted it, well, that goes to some little that goes to some little guy. Well, they must have sent it up to Pike because that 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 message goes to some little guy that's making ten cents an yep. hour shitting in a five gallon bucket and in Taiwan somewhere. Publicly, and I not only did I do that, but I posted it publicly. Do it again and see what happens. Good, 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 good. Why are you playing? This, this the people country that already take, violates our rights enough as it is. The people that are making those complaints make about forty cents an hour, and they're living in grass huts, and they're having a hard time making it. That are answering those phones. Facebook goes out in the desert and sets up phone banks and hires people that can't speak English, and they type and they look at all of your complaints. Believe it or not, it's all farmed out overseas in the Middle East. What do you think about that, Randall? Um, I'm pretty sure you're right on that, boss. I'm pretty <laughs> sure of it, still. Yeah, it's true. It's all true. As sad as it sounds, it's all true. They could give so many people jobs here in America. They could provide so many jobs for people here in America. My well, God. That's also, that's also like them doing all these drug busts here but arresting a military man to prevent him, arresting an ex-CIA agent to prevent him telling that the USA is importing opium from the Middle East. Well, the United States government, the United States government, the, the United States government is the most powerful drug cartel in the world. Today. Yes, it is. That's correct. And, and they I've also known this for a very, very long time. Illegally, they also import export illegally more weapons than any country in the world today. And there's something else with drugs that they actually do. And they're still doing it today. On my gen, we were put in mental facilities, which made us wards of the state. Well, because we were under the age of 18, we didn't have a a right to refuse meds. So all the pills that are blacklisted today for children, me and my gen are the ones, our very own government tested them on in the first place. They actually even have human guinea pigs to test their drugs. The guinea pigs are our children in our military. Well, yeah, well all, all correct. I know I tell it. You, I tell you, I grew up, and i got to be careful how I talk about this, or I'll end up in a cell somewhere. Y'all won't be able to find me. I grew up with some really, really dirty, dirty-ass cops. I mean, dirty, dirty, dirty-ass, top gun, top gun, powerful police. And they got by with murder, and they bragged about it. And they got by with chaos and violence and fraud and you name it. 
they got by with it. And I grew up all of my young life with those cops. And um, it taught me a lesson. And I'm talking about this kind of corruption went all the way to the top of the chain, food chain, all the way to the top of the food chain. And it's still going on today, my friends. Well, that's like us in the facilities. That, too, went all the way to the top of the food chain. Yeah. And it was not easy. It was not easy destroying those facilities from the inside out. And I know this because I helped do it. I helped do it here in my state. Yeah. And we didn't have Internet. We didn't have cell phones. People freak about CPS workers being in this movement. Well, I got news for everybody. There'd be numerous long-term kids' mental facilities in the state of Michigan if it wasn't for some of the workers that worked with us kids in them. Right, 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 right. Because they turned around right, and right. get the job done. Yeah. And now as a result, yeah. all kids' long-term mental facilities have either been closed down or turned into short-term in the state of Michigan but one. Well, look up. Uh, if you get a chance, look up the Murphy bill when you get offline tonight and check it out for me and tell me what your feelings are next week on the Murphy bill. We've been fighting the Murphy bill for a while now, and it won, so we lost. It's going to set psychiatry back 25 years, which it already has set psychiatry back 25 years. So check out the Murphy bill. I'm Google um, Murphy Bill 2016. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've you got to kind of hold up to check out. Yeah, you got to read kind of between the lines. You've really got oh, to read oh, it. Oh, believe me, I'm fully aware of this. Remember, yeah. grew up in the system. They, it, everything's yeah. always between the lines. Or they word it so. Happening right they word under it, your nose. They word it so sweetly in some places. You've got to really. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. You know. I'm a victim. I'm a. I'm a survivor of the Walter Mondale Act. That was yeah. worded pretty sweetly. And look what they did with it. Yeah. Because me and my gen fought back. Michigan created the ASFA. And they made sure to create it before their current empire of kids for cash in mental facilities and guinea pigs was totally dismantled. They made sure to create that sucker as a backup. Yeah, yeah. They're still little bastards, let me tell you. The problem, the big, big problem we're having here in the Northwest right now is we're losing peer support at a rapid rate. We're losing psychiatrists at a rapid rate. We're losing counselors at a rapid rate. We're losing assistance at a rapid rate. There is no incentive for them to stay here in the mental health system in the Northwest. And let me There's tell no you incentive. why. I can tell you why. Because I've grown up in the system. I'm friends with therapists and ex-staff and everything like that. And let me tell you, a bunch of them quit because they couldn't stand the abuse. And the corruption. They couldn't stand watching it. They tried to help us, and when they couldn't, they quit. 
Well, we've got some damn good people here, and they saved my life, and they brought me back from the dead. And uh, we've got a very good system here. And we're on the board of advisors for our area here in the Northwest. We are mental health advocates. We are on the front line uh, fighting this bureaucracy and the politic. Um, but there's just no incentive to keep them. And the bureaucracy stinks here. The politics stinks here. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's a really bad situation. And we're working on it. I don't know if it's going to get any better uh, soon, but uh, there's not enough advocates working on it. There's not enough people working on it. Well, I'm pretty sure from the sounds of things, I'm already going to disagree with the day and gone thing. That's like people, a bunch of people thought the union between DHS and CMH was beautiful. No, it ain't. Because they don't realize. They just got played. Because before, right. before, DHS needed a warrant to access our mental health records from CMH. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, well, they, they don't. don't anymore. No, they now don't. They don't. Now they can just go in there, plug in your name, and see your shit. Can we say yeah. easy access to shop for more parent victims, please? Yeah. Randall, what were you going to say? Um... What I was going to say is, is that, I mean, this is to be expected and, and, you know, even further violations can be expected as, um, you know, what we consider the winding down of the operation is because, you know, we've been, you know, subjects all along, slaves all along. So, you yeah. know, for a long time, you know, on the plantation called America, uh, our master's been good to us and, uh, has allowed us more freedom than some of the other masters in the plantations in Europe and, and Asia and whatnot. But the bottom line is still that the government is the ship, the sheep herder, and uh, we're the 300 million sheep. And, um, you know, again, uh, this is all coming in, you know, to a winding down, uh, but almost a speeding up, I guess you could say, the uh, false flags attacks, the uh, the school shootings, uh, you know, the discord between the right and the left, um, the continual debt uh, that's eventually going to, you know, blow up in our face. Um, there's just so many factors. Um, what do you know? You know, what that we're know? looking at. Well, you know, it's um, it's not just that. It's also people need to be more educated People need to be more aware. People need to be more involved and engulfed in all of these different aspects of what's going on with humanity right now and the culture right now. People have no historical background to parallel their thinking to. Of course uh, people, not. Are not, people are not I, looking I at... I want to address the first issue I already see with this bill. What? Um, availability of funds through following fiscal year. They um, bring up the um, administrators for of the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Yeah. Well, from what I'm seeing, you know, that's going to be part of, they're going to need those kinds of cases to get, you know, federal funding. Of course, I of course. 
I foresee a lot of false drug tests and a lot of misdiagnosed people end up magically appearing out of thin air over this. It's already happening right now. Right now. We just got out of a meeting. I already already see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm only on, like, page three of the motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah. But we lost. We lost. We lost. Oh, Dr. Murphy. Dr. Murphy won. So uh, I don't know what we're going to do now. We're working on a new strategy. Uh, we'll just have to see what happens uh, at the next board meeting and in between the next board meeting. Uh, but what this, I was... This, what makes I was it, this makes things worse for parents, too, because this would go hand-in-hand hand with corrupt CPS cases even more. Of course, of course, of course. And it that, makes it that, legal... I, what? Let Randall. me cut in real quick to say I got to take off, but um, thanks for inviting me over, and uh, I'd like to get up together with you guys again. Yes, and keep sharing the shows and sharing the post, as crazy as they are. Thank you, Randall Flag. You got it, boss. Bye bye. Night. Yeah, but um, it's uh, it's one of those things where. The kids are not private anymore. Uh, family members can just go in and get records when they want to, and you can get records on your girlfriend if you read the fine print. You can get records on that's, your girlfriend if you want to. That's bullshit. Yeah, well, that's what's happened. That's what's happened. That's bullshit. That violates that. That that. Hippa, that hippa, out hippa. hippa. Well, they're canceling out HIPAA as little as much as they want to, um, and of course they're getting everyone off their benzodiazepines up here. There's a big move on to get everyone rip them off their Xanax as fast as possible, even if it kills them. That's happening where we are right now. Oh God, this and bill benzo- is a disaster. Yeah, it's a disaster. It needs to be it's sent to everybody. As it needs to be sent to everybody. It, I instantly saw the disaster that was going to come out of it. Yeah. Like all of it. And it's United States wide. And, of course, the feds have their pockets all right there waiting, opened up. The feds have their hands and all their tentacles in it so far. It's unbelievable. This came down from the feds. Approval with the Fed's approval, so you know how that goes. That's okay. I'll make sure to throw HIPAA at them. And, yeah, really. Fourth Amendment constitutional rights too. Yeah. Let them do yeah. something like that on me. That's violating yeah. my Fourth Amendment constitutional right to privacy, which trumps yeah. Murphy's law. Lelania, do you have a Skype? I do, actually. I'm going to make a Skype group tomorrow for all of us. Only two of us right now. Three of us. Four of us right now. Four of us. I'm going to make a Skype group that's open 24 hours a day. Okie dokie. Where you just come on and start talking. Ring in and start talking, whoever's talking, whoever's on. You know, it's kind of fun if you're bored and 
you got insomnia one night or something and you can't sleep, you could just go pop into the conversation. Sounds good and, to me. Um, try to do a little recruiting for us to see if there's any more hosts out there that might want to join our Top Gun 25 team. Well, I believe I can message Rudy Orr about that. He'd okay. have more insiders than, than I would. You know, he's okay. my boss. <laughs> okay. Good for you. Good for you. Well, we're going to get off this thing. It's a little bit early, but we're going to get off, and I'm going to go take care of some news business that just came in here in the newsroom. And I thank you very much, uh, Lelania, for being on with me tonight. And I thank Valerie Lazarus. And uh, we're going to get this Top Gun 25 team going, and we're going to continue to do some really good radio. And we're not going to give up as much as I've wanted to over the last few weeks. We're not going to give up. We're going to keep on keeping on. So thank you, everyone. This is Kyler Davenport, Alternative Public Radio International. And remember, whatever you vividly imagine, ardently desire, and enthusiastically act upon will come to pass. Goodbye, everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.